Welcome to Fur What It's Worth. I've known about furries for a long time before this experience, but I'd never seen it in action. I, I, I see the furries at the cons, and I know, I'm always wondering who is in there. That's the first thing I'm wondering. Is it a man? Is it a woman? An introduction to and exploration of the furry fandom. Wait for just one second until you guys have pulled out. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, we're pulling out right now, so it's, uh, it's a slow process. You know that feeling you get when you finish reading a good book? Oh yeah, and like the mechanism that makes the fire blow out of his mouth? That's probably four grand, right? And you can flip it closed with a thud. Have you had a party emergency? Got one right now. <laughs> When is the new Animaniacs? Five and a half hours. I got a body You won't find that feeling here. Yeah, you know, bend it to the right here. Just the sound of empty wind from those two fools, Rue and Tugs. Live from Seattle and Ladies' Night in Salt Lake City, this is For What It's Worth. Hooray! Yay! I am Tugs Puppy Bear in Seattle. Joining me at Ladies' Night is Ruchi C. Lexico. Hello, I am Rue, and I'm here from Ladies' Night, saying hello from the hot tub. Yes. Hi, Tugs. What have you been up to? <laughs> We're going at 100% already, not even 30 seconds. I'm good. I uh, I rung in the new year and realized, damn, we got to record this gratitude episode before FC. And <sighs> um, I'm enjoying the last day of sun. So I've learned, I was watching the weather forecast. It's going to rain till I leave. And then when I leave, it's going to start snowing here. So I'm just going to hang my, my middle finger out the airplane, roll the window down, you know, and then go, ha ha, and then leave. It's, uh, <laughs> it's pretty good. Um, I went down to Salt Lake. That was, it was good to see you guys go to the party. Yay, yes, you got to see us and <clears throat> Drive back go to our it. lovely Christmas party. Woo. Yeah. And we drove this year just because the house buying, you know, houses be expensive and all that. Oh my gosh. How was that drive? You know what? I didn't mind it on the way down, but on the way back, it was foggy. So that sucked. <clears throat> but it was good. Um, otherwise, it was... I don't like the drive, and but not having done it for a few years, it was like, all right, I can appreciate why I don't do this drive. Um, Browns of Oregon always suck. They still suck, in case you were wondering, which is that stretch of the freeway that goes through Oregon between Seattle and Salt Lake. Um, yeah. The other thing I found was crazy is that housing in Salt Lake is expensive now. Holy crap. Wait, you're just figuring that out? So when I lived there, like, I got a house for a pretty reasonable rate for a long time. But then my dad's telling me, oh, yeah, the house you grew up in, the amount I paid to own it is what they want for the down payment. Which, that's huh. insane. And wow. So, yeah. Um, I did see the last Star Wars. Did you see it yet? We can't talk about spoilers, but did you see it? I did. Oh, I my gosh. You know, baby Yoda being in there, like swinging around like that was crazy. Actually, my favorite student was when Leia <laughs> pulled out her penis and I was just a little surprised. That was the big twist, wasn't it? I know. She's Ray like, she's wasn't like, actually a girl. Just kidding. Yeah. She's like, look at my <laughs> no. lightsaber, my fleshy colored lightsaber. Not that you now I have to point out not that you have to have like if you have a penis, you could still be a girl. Oh, well, sure. That I didn't say she wasn't Princess Leia. I just said that she lifted up her golden white robes and was like, hey, baby, I got the force. <laughs> I need to use the force right now. So, force user, um, so you enjoyed Star Wars. Do you think that there's 
um, there's room for more Star Wars because this is supposed to complete the saga, but I do not think that this is the the end that you'll see of these particular characters. Well, I can tell you it's not because Disney's already said it's not. They're going to take a break for a couple of years because people are kind of burned down on Star Wars um, and then they're going to come back. But I also last night <clears throat> finally got around to watching Rogue One because I'd never seen it. Um, and I, I kind of liked how it had the Star Wars had just enough Star Wars powder in it to still know that it was Star Wars, but I really appreciated that they avoided all the musical tropes when, you know, except for like little bits. Um, but it was largely completely original. And while it wasn't, I would say is good or impactful necessarily as the mainline ones, I enjoyed that it was completely different. So if they do more like that and they dial it in a little bit, I think it'll be really good. Tugs, do you have Disney Plus yet? I do. Have you been watching The Mandalorian? No. I have this problem with series where I don't like waiting between seasons, so I usually just watch them all at the end. Well, it's at the end now. No, 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 don't lie to me. There's a new season coming. I'm waiting until the series is over, and then I will watch it. Oh. Oh, okay. I don't I don't like I, the long I, I have noticed that now that's what streaming services are going to is they're no longer um, doing as much of the binge watching they post the whole entire season well they get more money they're turning that way. more into television yep and they're gonna release the episodes one week at a time or a few episodes every week or something I think the reason I don't like the the especially the season delays like you know season ends then you wait forever is because sherlock when i mean this is old news now but there's an episode where sherlock basically dies and i was so irritated that i had to wait like a year and a half to find out what happened then i was just like i'm not doing this anymore so now i just and then they (laughs) and the funny thing is is then they i mean not too many spoilers but it's kind of like they didn't really reveal how right (laughs) i'm like what the fuck I finally, actually, I just want you to know, I finally, after years, watched the episode after so I can understand what happened. And I was so, it was like getting cock teased for five years and then going, just kidding. And they walk out. I'm like, what the hell? Where's the payout? <laughs> what about you? Uh, me? What have I been up to? Well, let's see. I started my brand new job and I, the second day that I was um, there at my, I mean, I was been in trainings and stuff like that, but actually the second official day being in the office, um, they're like, they, they love doing this, um, thing called ping pong around the world. And I decided to join in on the, the game of ping pong around the world. And I didn't have my lovely Sunday shoes, um, tied very well so i ended up um, biffing it and rolling my ankle yay are you okay so yeah well i'm i'm okay now it still hurts a little bit but um i had to go to instacare they put me in lovely brace and yay i have been trying to to nurse my poor ankle back to health but they've basically (laughs) Um, it's definitely not something you want to do on your second day. It's not a good first impression. (laughs) Actually, truthfully, I think that's probably one of the best impressions because it completely slices through all those like walls you have to break down 
you're like, look at me at my worst. And then after that, you're good. If they can accept you with your with your twisted ankle and perhaps I'm not saying you are, but perhaps saying, oh, look at that clumsy guy, then you're good. <laughs> so I'm known as the klutz of the um, the office now. But hey, you know, it's it hasn't been bad. It's been it's been a good, um, good change. Do you like good it more than your old job? Um, uh, it's different in the fact that um, instead of me going out and talking to employers and being like, hey, you should hire this guy and, you know, helping people that way. Instead, I'm I'm sitting across a, a table from somebody counseling them and helping them through um, mental issues that they may mental barriers that they have of why they can't. I know this is, um, this is detracting from our opening employment. segment, but I do have a curiosity question that we can probably turn into an episode later. <clears throat> do you find like, I know that with, with um, mental stuff, there's certain levels of awareness. So obviously there's going to be a tier where the awareness isn't there, but for people who are cognitively aware that they have one, do you find that there's a lot of anguish and frustration with the fact that they don't have any control over this thing that's basically, you know, sabotaging them nonstop? Well, each person is at a different stage in their life. Well, sure. Some some of them have gotten to the point where they've just given in and completely just given up, and they just don't know what to do. So it just depends on where they're at as far as accepting whether or not that they're willing to be able to make changes that's necessary for them to be able to get better. Um, okay. So the number one thing of being able to change your, um, you know, your your state of your your mental health is it first has to come within you, and that that's also you know swallowing your pride and accepting the help of others, and that's very hard for a lot of people to be able to do. I gotcha. Okay. I don't know if that answers your question though, Tugs. I think I think for this format right now, I think that was a good answer. You got anything else you want to share? Sure, 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 sure. Uh, I have been, um, oh, I had a fun little New Year's party, um, did a wear-whatever party, and I ended up dressing as baby Mario, running around with did a Yoshi like egg. Him? No, I didn't. Good. I should have. <laughs> Somebody touched me and be like, wah, wah. <laughs> No, see, I want to play that on the virtual console on the Switch, but, like, I can't bring myself to deal with 30 minutes of crying, baby. <sighs> but it's such a good game, though. Such a good no, game. No, he has bad sound. <laughs> well, that's that's all I've been up to. Okay, we'll do this now. Will he reuse another one? Is he ready? Is he going to bed with pastries again? It's Ruse Cookie Time, not sponsored by Betty Crocker. All right, here's the lovely fortune. Dear God, my prayer what? for... <laughs> Dear God, my prayer for the new year is a fat bank account and a thin body. Please don't mix it up like you did this year. In bed with a cookie. My New Year's plan is to have a fat body in a thin bank account. <laughs> that way, if he messes it up, I win. Uh, 
All right. <clears throat> we don't have a guest, so I don't think we should do potty break. What do you say? You want to keep going? Uh, we can keep going if you want. Yeah. It's up to okay. you. Yeah, let's keep going. So we are just the three of us. We have Voss in our sound booth. I think he's doing what Corey did and touching himself. Um, but on his arm, you know, he's just putting some lotion on his weenus. What? Um, What's the- that noise? <laughs> Uh, the failed joke noise. <laughs> Voss, what did you do for New Year's? Uh, I hosted a land party. A, a land party? A land party. land party. A lime party. People just show up with limes. Woo! Yeah, we just make them wait around for very arbitrary things. What games did you play for la- your land party? Uh, let's see. We did some Heroes of the of the storm from blizzard and that was that was a little fun and then we went around and did uh super animal royale and then after that uh we did some armello nice it was it was a really small game night land party thing but it was fun Oh, it was fun. Did, um, I had a good when, time. When you counted down, did you guys like pause pause the game and do a cheer? Oh, we, we, we went and stopped uh, during that time because I was making dinner for everyone. Aw. What did you make? What did you make? Uh, I had a breaded ranch chicken with mashed potatoes. Okay. Mm. The one little secret Voss can cook. Amazing food. I know that he's gonna deny it. He he just laughed and he's gonna deny it. Darn right I am. But he's really good at cooking. So, anywho, hmm. I'm sorry I interrupted um, what you were saying, Mister Tug. So, what are we talking about? Uh, we're just gonna say thanks for a few things. So, this is gonna be um, a little bit different, but the gratitude episode has always been that way. Um, we're just gonna read some emails and interject with our own thoughts and feelings and all that good stuff and just kind of review what people are thankful for we historically do this during the christmas season and um we didn't this time just because time in life got a little busy but it's important to take that moment to be grateful rather than go gimme 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 because people always focus on what they're getting for christmas it feels like versus getting or um you know what i meant um, so I, I know exactly. I know exactly what you yeah, meant. I, I, I what I'm that up, but <laughs> no, you are. You're fine. You're fine. But I'm going to start us off with the first email. Woo! Who's it from? It's from Taz. OK, so here we go. He says, hey, you guys, it's your boy Taz from Wisconsin, Texas. I have to interrupt you. You, uh, you know, Taz changed his name. He's the one who sent us the cookies that led to Wisconsin, Texas. Really? Yeah. <laughs> uh, you, you mean Wichita, Wichita? Yeah. Never mind. I can't say it now anymore. Okay. Um, so they ended up saying, send, send in my, sending in my gratitude letter. What I am most grateful for for 2019 is meeting one of the best people I have encountered on this journey of life. You know him as Jake the Fox. We became friends by what seems like distant fate, and many months later, we became mates. Meeting him 
has been the highlight of 2019 and honestly my entire life. He is genuine, honest, and overall an amazing person. We share many similar interests, um, some I thought I'd never find in another person. He is always there for me through thick and thin and provides an upbeat presence no matter if I'm happy, sad, mad, etc. His influence is also helping me to grow more into a person instead of stagnating. So here's to a great 2019 and to an even better future in 2020. Keep up the amazing work as always for what it's worth and may your 2020 be a beautiful and wondrous or wonderful year full of great and new experiences. You have right of first reply, sir. <laughs> well, thank you. And I'm glad that um, that you were able to find your significant other or, or just somebody that has brought a lot of happiness into your life. I think it's great to have, um, you know, be able to find that particular individual. I mean, I was able to find um, Kura through a convention, a local convention that was that was here and it caused, I mean, you know, simple things like that. You never know when you're going to run into your, um, significant other. Um, and sometimes it just, you know, they pop out of the blue. So how did you meet click? Uh, that was a very long, complicated thing, but more or less it was from a local meet that we first met each other. And then our first hanging out was at a con. It was RMFC. And he had a crush on me and wanted to hang out. But I'm incredibly dense and stupid. So I didn't pay attention <laughs> to any of it until much after the con when he told me. So how did you um, meet Ink? Um, I met him at a party like the day after i turned 18 um at a friend's mutual friend's house he came down for a party and yeah uh, we just kind of hit it off and been together ever since which i don't advise by the way to anybody that is a terrible route to take it's a very risky route because when you're young you don't have a lot of life seasoning on you and you'll grow and change a lot between the time you're 18 and whatever you know i'm still changing all the time and i, I mean that personality wise Haha. Ha. And so, um, yeah, it's, it was risky, but I'm glad it, it wound up being what it was, but it certainly took a lot of growth and learning that I was really hard to get otherwise, but good for these guys, right? Yeah, definitely. Definitely. I mean, it's, it's very rare that, um, I mean, you know, the, that you fell in love with, with ink at a very young age. It's very, rare that you stay with the the first few people that you fall in love with. Usually it's like you fall in love with somebody and then you go head over hills for that particular person or they go head over hills over you and then, you know, years go by and sometimes it just doesn't work out the first time around. We broke up once. We took a year off. Then we got back together. We needed some time apart too. So, I mean, anything can happen. I mean, that's what they usually call lust versus love. Yep. Lust first love. What what does what does that mean? 
That means when you fall head over heels for someone, you're in lust with them, not in love with them. Gotcha. Hmm. So any any comments towards this email? Um, you know, I, I knew I was actually talking to these guys both separately before. Um, I mean, Taz, I talked to off and on over since cookie time and, um, Jake, uh, since he joined the telegram chat and it was funny because I was hoping they'd get together cause they would both be like, Oh, they're so cute. I like them. And I'm like, you guys just need to talk to each other. I mean, in my head, I obviously wasn't going to tell them what to do. Um, and I guess they did. So it's kind of neat to see. These guys are an item now. So I'm happy for them. Should we, should we read the next email? Um, I think so. I Is it is it Miski's email? or Oh, yeah, yeah it's Miski's email, right? We have a... I, I was going to have um, Voss read that, oh. if you're okay with yeah. that. And then you can read the next email. Sweet. Hi, peeps. Miski the Chinchilla here. I'm grateful that I have a loving family who accept me, even if they don't always understand me. So many people get rejected by their birth parents, but mine just want me to be happy. They are going through hard times, but they don't take it out on me for having a complicated life. I'm also grateful for having met my gorgeous girlfriend and boyfriend, having our own poly family around us. I'm so lucky to be part of their lives, and I'm grateful for their patience, support, and love. I hope this arrives in time for the episode. It did. Happy New Year, everyone. Miski. Aww. First response. Oh, I get that. Especially the, the not understanding. My parents will just randomly ask every once in a while, how's that fandom doing? <laughs> it's, not, it's not a cake. <laughs> it's exactly. How's that fandom How's that Has fandom proof doing? <laughs> going well? It's not a souffle, mom. No, that <laughs> it's it's the same question every time. It's okay. We're doing great. Raised a bunch of money. Yay! And I'm I'm super lucky because I'm also on one of those where my parents just they didn't understand, but they didn't really care because I was having a good time, so they just were happy with it. You were you were lucky. There's a lot of um, individuals that go through that. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I've talked a lot about my family, um, and, and but overall, I don't feel like that I've given them enough credit on the show of the changes that they have tried to make. You know, and it's slow, small, simple things. Like for instance, they'll now give my significant other like a a hug. You know, like that, that's, that's a huge step. Um, before it was just like, bye. <laughs> and then they would just leave, you know, but now they're like, they're, they're more accepting of my, um, other, of my significant other, my other. Yeah. Your my second. second. That's right. <laughs> so it's great to see, um, you know, especially because we're not only, um, I mean, a lot of people are talking about New Year's and, you know, it's a brand new year and reflecting the past year. But, you know, with my family, I'm reflect reflecting on the past 10 years and they've came a long way about, you know, accepting me and accepting my lifestyle. And um, also, you know, not trying to, like, be as preachy or try to convert me back to, you know. Yeah. Anywho. Polly's hard. 
I'm I'm kind of jealous that Miski has this, like, yeah, whatever. I'm all cool with it because I would like the world to be more cool. Stuff like that, you know. Someone's De- definitely. Yeah, thank you. I was like, someone can't I mean, leave me hanging here. Damn it! I no no I'm not. Um, so, so polyamorous. I, I mean, I know that as far as like examples i know that kura um my significant other second my love (laughs) anyways he ended up um getting into a polyamorous relationship when he was out um out he he left the state to go live with his boyfriend they lived together for about four months um but uh, you know that significant other wanted to have uh another person part of their relationship and it just seemed like that person was getting closer and closer to that other person and was starting to neglect um, Kura. And uh, when that happened, you know, he was, he left his hometown, he left everything that he knew. And, um, you know, he ended up, um, they ended up breaking up and he ended up coming back here. And thank goodness his mom was understanding and, you know, let him you know come back home um because he comes from a very similar background to mine so but anywho um i know that sometimes polyamorous relationships um there's a lot um that's involved with them you have to make sure that everybody is on the exact same page it's love is complicated enough with one particular person by no means am i saying don't have a polyamorous relationship that's not what i'm saying at all i'm just saying that they it's a lot of work to have one individual where you can grow and love and 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 trust to add that extra individual in there that it's not for everybody and sometimes it's very difficult to to be able to do that so i commend you miski for um, you know, being able to hold that balance. Yeah, that's what I was going to get at too, is poly, poly is kind of, I feel in so far, my opinion is that it's tied directly to your own sense of security. So I come from this vein, there's many veins, and I don't know what they all are, but from, from this vein historically where, like, especially with the same, because we all have similar backgrounds where being accepted for who you are is, is struggle enough to get to the point where you feel confident that you can say, I'm into cookies and like not be rejected for it is like this huge thing. And to be confident enough to go like, <laughs> I like cookies and I don't give a fuck what you think, which sure we all like to, th- we romanticize that, but actually having that emotional strength and confidence to be like, yes, I don't care what you think. I'm going to have two cookies. That's, that's like a whole new level. That's like, that's like lost levels, difficult <laughs> shit. Like I'm assuming like for all the older folks listening out there that you've all played like the lost levels. Um, so like, it's totally a, a confidence and trust in yourself thing. And then let alone trusting other people to know that, Hey, you know what? People are human and we won't see eye to eye all the time, but it's cool. Cause we have the trust enough to talk. That's how you start doing poly. And that's so crazy to work toward as a goal and crazy in a good way like if you can pull that off you know you have my deepest admiration because that is hard well and and something that i have also seen with poly is sometimes um i mean the most successful poly relationships that i've seen is that their relationship is more like uh, the more like a circle using a metaphor um if they're equal in all 
ways, then it's much more successful. But what I see also in polyamorous relationships is there is it's it's a triangle where you have one person that is at the very top of that polyamorous relationship and they're kind of like the glue that glues the two together. Um, like, sure. do you get what I'm saying yeah, by it, that? It makes sense. And um, I think that that's certainly true in some dynamics, but it's not true in all dynamics. As long as everyone yeah, knows. That yeah. And, and that's, yeah, I was going to get, that's really the important thing. Like, you know, cause people can serve different um, roles in other people's lives. Right. Definitely. Definitely, definitely. And, and I know that polyamorous relationships have all different types of types of looks. I've just, I'm just basically saying, um, ones that happen to be, I mean, what I've, what I have seen, again, this is for what it's worth, just, just my experience. Ones that are equal in all parts tend to last a lot longer than ones that aren't equal in all parts. It's almost like, you know, the, there's one person that's like a replacement part or, or something like that. That's kind of harsh to say. It's not, it's not. So like, for instance, my relationship is interesting because my husband and I, we don't do a lot of physical stuff um, sexually. So like I get that need fulfilled elsewhere, but we've talked about it and we worked through it and, and ultimately it's fine. Right. Like we go other places for that physical stuff, but like for the deep emotional intimacy and like being able to read his mind, finish his sentences, know to make him a bowl of popcorn when I'm making popcorn, that kind of stuff counts for so much that it's okay. Um, and, you know, we, we built up to the point where we have confidence to know he's going to come back. No worries. Um, and, and so, yeah, I mean, it's, it's okay that like, he's not everything to me. I don't want to ask him to be something he's not. You know, what I think is odd is just all three of us here together are pretty much in the same exact relationship or boat almost. You mean dynamic? In some way or form where, where yeah, dynamic, where we are not intimate with our, with our partners. Sorry, I'm like holding everybody's dirty laundry out, but out, but you know, I think that all of us here, we're, we're not that intimate with our with our that's okay partners. though you know i've got places to go people to do yeah. <laughs> okay i think it's time for our break so we're gonna take a break have some space news and then we will be back hailing frequencies open smoke scale aquatus here with another round of news for you as of wednesday january 1st 2020 here are your space headlines that's right, first space news of the new year, and it's happening on New Year's Day. Pretty neat, huh? Quite a lot has happened since the last space news, so we're going to get the year started off with one big story, then a lightning round. Boeing's CST-100 Starliner has seen its first mission. It launched atop an Atlas V in a novel configuration, designated N-22. Veterans of this segment might recognize how different that is. Usually it's a three-digit designation like 401 or 551, the first number denoting the size of the fairing, 4 or 5 meters, the second number denoting how many solid strap-on boosters, 0 through 5, and the last number denoting how many engines the Centaur upper stage will use. Almost exclusively, the Atlas V has used a single Centaur upper stage, but the Starliner requires some changes. 
First off, the N means no fairing, since the capsule itself doesn't require it. It does, however, require an aero skirt that extends down past the bottom of the service module to protect the rocket from aerodynamic forces during ascent. It has two strap-on solid rockets for added oomph, and then it has a dual-engine Centaur upper stage, hence the N22 designation. So what's going on with this? Usually, Atlas has a pretty steep ascent trajectory. NASA doesn't like this for a crewed flight. They want a shallower angle that gives the capsule more time to use the atmosphere to slow down should it need to abort. The single-engine Centaur just doesn't have the thrust for that, so the dual-engine version is being pressed into service for the first time since 2004 atop an Atlas 2AS. Centaur is going to continue to be used when ULA switches over to their upcoming Vulcan rocket. After a lengthened countdown, since this is a brand new capsule, the Atlas V launched, the second stage did its job, as did the aeroskirt, and the Starliner was put into its desired orbit. But then something went wrong. Reports say that there was a problem with the capsule's mission timer, confusing it into believing that it was in the wrong orientation. So it began burning attitude control fuel needlessly until ground controllers were able to get it under control. Why didn't they shut it down sooner? Well, there's not a constant connection depending on where you are in orbit, and by the time they re-established contact, Starliner had burned through far too much fuel, making it impossible to rendezvous with the ISS, which was its original plan. It was still in a stable orbit and was able to hit all of its other goals for the mission, but demonstrating rendezvous and docking will have to wait until the next mission, which might actually have people on board. After only a couple of days, Starliner, christened Calypso, touched down successfully in the desert of New Mexico. Aside from the problem with the mission timer, everything else went incredibly well. Boeing is neck and neck with SpaceX at this point. They both just need to perform an in-flight abort test to make each capsule human rated. That could happen this year. In fact, it's almost a certainty that it will. We'll see astronauts launch from American soil once again this year. All right, time for the lightning round. First up, NASA has selected the landing site for OSIRIS-REx to investigate on asteroid Bennu, having narrowed it down from four that had been in the running. The name of the site, Nightingale. NASA has also recently declared the first SLS core stage complete. Only took 15 years. If you count from the beginning of the Constellation program back in 2005, which had a variant called Ares 5, which is what the SLS evolved out of, and that I'm only just reporting on this at the start of 2020. Hubble has caught several images of our second-ever detected interstellar interloper, Comet 21 Borisov. The first image was captured on October 21 at a distance of 420 million kilometers from Earth. ESA is preparing to launch a mission that's designed to measure the size of exoplanets. It's called CHEOPS, or Characterizing Exoplanet Satellite and it will follow in the footsteps of Kepler and Tess using similar methods. SpaceX is getting ready to really ramp up its launch cadence beginning with a series of Starlink missions, which may anger astronomers since the satellites can interfere with observations. However, they've said that they're testing new coatings to reduce reflectivity. Still, it's gonna cause issues. Astronaut Christina Koch just passed her 289th day in space not that long ago, which breaks Peggy Whitson's world record for longest single space flight by a woman. And she's still going. Yeah, more space-related records for women. Yes, please, and thank you. That's all for this round. Stay tuned for the next episode of For What It's Worth for more. Until next time, this is Smokescale Aquatus saying, keep looking up, space fans. Fifty Sheds of Grey is brought to you by Fifty Sheds of Grey. We decided to be like the internet, and after you've bought something on a website, you're just going to see advertisements for us effing everywhere. Fifty Sheds of Grey. 911, what is your emergency? Yes, my name is Helen Mayo. I live at 1531 Sweet Dog Lane. I don't know if I have an emergency, but I do have a new neighbor, and I'm sorry if I just think if he's 
Nikki, please. I'm sorry. That's just my little doggy. I think he's just behaving strangely. And perhaps the police would like to take a look or maybe, you know, sniff it out, sniff, chat, whatever it is you do. It's a little difficult to hear you, ma'am. Can you describe the strange behavior, please? Well, it seems he's wrapping some kind of insulated wire around his house. Insulated wire, ma'am? Yeah, or maybe a clothesline. He's just spooling it into his tool shed. I don't know his exact street number, but it's just two doors from me and across the street, and I can see him from my kitchen window, and, well, I don't know. I just think the police should be involved. Uh, okay, ma'am, thank you for your call. We'll go ahead and notify patrol. Thank you. Bye-bye. Who's a good boy? I don't know what the heck they were thinking here, but later in the book... Yes, Mrs. Mayo, what's your emergency? Well, I don't know, but that neighbor I called you about before, he cut his hair in a rather disturbing way. He cut his hair, Mrs. Mayo? Yeah, but I wouldn't bother you with a fashion, you know. No, I'm sure you wouldn't, ma'am, but you have to help me understand your concern. Well, this hairdo of his, it's like a, a, a woodshop teacher. And, and as you know, I'm not the only one on the street who's registered my concerns about this man. Despite numerous complaints or reports of what you, I'm just, I'm just baffled you would never actually engage this gentleman. That you people haven't made any official law enforcement contacts. Forgive me if I, with all the strange behavior and haircuts and all that, you know what I mean. I'm not saying he looks a little glick, but he's a white man. And he would see that, but I still think the police should, well, you know, just sniff him out. Just sniff that man out. This was written by Sean Penn. Everybody, welcome to Ladies Night! Stop it. Get some help. Oh man. <laughs> I wonder how many people like think that we're trying to be offensive to ladies whenever we shout ladies night. I know it's just it's a funny joke that you have to have evolved on with us because like that's what I said the very first time. I was like, I have I'm hesitant to say this because I don't. I don't mind. I think it's just funny. People don't often think about lady jizz. I always associate it with guys. So in a way, maybe we are being cool and promoting the fact that yeah, ladies, ladies squirt too. <laughs> this, Kate, where's that stop and get some help again? I like being <laughs> anal. No. Oh my gosh. <laughs> okay, read the freaking next gratitude episode or do whatever you're gonna do, tugs. <sighs> Ah. <laughs> That's right. It's time for the Patronus chant. So we would like to thank those who think that what we do is worth money. 
There are 22 people, and we will read 21 names because the first year doesn't get the shout out on the air. So, in no particular order except the order in my head, we have Simone Ligris Moss, Ozzycat, Chapagriff, itching my eye, um, Dusky, Snares, Skylos, Bubble Whip, Slash Yin, August, Kachi, Koru, The Guardian Lion. Adelor, Baldric, Rifka, Nuka, Ichi, Kit, Jake Fox, and Taz, who we read his email earlier. Look at those two at the top of the heap. Thank you for supporting us. If you'd like to support us, go to patreon.com slash fwiw and give us your money. Also, we are going to do a massive sticker pack update. There are 30 stickers coming. Are you guys excited? Ooh, I'm excited! Yay! Please stop donating to patrons so I don't have to listen to that song anymore. Yay! <laughs> no. Oh. It's torturous. You it's know, a torturous song. I believe in your skills as a host, Drew, and one day you too can talk over a music bed. I can't do that. I just, for some reason, any time that there's music that's playing, like if you played music right now, it would shut me up. Like I couldn't do it. So are you saying like, if any time I want you to be quiet, I just need to start playing music? Uh, Hold on. I need to load some files. No. No. <laughs> <sighs> Let us Anywho. return to topic. So we are going to continue with our gratitude. Um, so our our first thing we're going to go to is uh, Timid Grizzly or TG for short. He's a longtime listener. He sent us an audio clip of what he's grateful for. So let's listen. Hi there, Rue, Tugs, and Guest. What am I grateful for? There are so many things. I'm grateful for the fantastic good luck I have had providing for my physical needs. I'm grateful for a warm bed, clothes washer, stove, refrigerator, clean running water, shower, toilet, and a house to hold them and me. Not only is this much less expensive than alternatives, I have room to pursue my hobbies. Besides having an infrastructure to take care of my physical needs and wants, I am secure in my own space. I am grateful I live in a country that is ruled by law and not ruled by gun or tribalism. I am grateful I can take a walk in the public, hike in the local mountains, visit a public exposition, or visit a store. Although not a perfect society, it's a lot closer than most of the alternatives. I'm grateful for the internet. I remember a time when I had to go to a library, request books from other libraries, spend weeks to satisfy my curiosity on a subject. Now I can do the same thing in an hour on the internet. And the artwork I can experience is simply amazing. From world-class furry artists, museum tours via Google, and even hiking the Grand Canyon and diving the Great Barrier Reef. All things that require more travel than I could possibly do in person. There is so much talent being expressed in the world today. So much to appreciate. But most of all, I am grateful for all the friends I have made in the furry community and the experiences we have shared. I am grateful for all the other points of view they have allowed me to experience, leading to my personal growth. I believe caring about others and others caring for you 
It's the highest of gifts this reality can offer. Okay. That was, that was, that was deep. <sighs> All I can say is he needs to start his own podcast because I just want to sit and just listen to his voice. <laughs> we went to dinner once. He's, he's, uh, he's pretty interesting. I really enjoyed that. Um, as far as what he's talking about, um, you know, it's interesting because like even, even us just talking here, we're thinking more immediate things. And then we get an email like this that reminds us, Hey, you know, you can go for a walk outside. You've got a significant amount of freedom. And, you know, I just feel like I'm not doing the greatest job of appreciating that. You know what I'm saying? I, yeah, I know exactly what you're saying. I mean, I think it's important for you to um, be grateful for the small stuff. I mean, the whole fact that we have, like what he was saying, like that he's grateful for, like, didn't he say his stove? Yeah, like, like he has his working appliances. He has a house. Like, like if you think about it, there's people who aren't house secure. They're not food secure. They're not financially secure at all. Yeah, there's there's some people, and I know that there's some furs out there that are homeless. Yep. That don't have a place at all. Yep. So to have a roof over your head, that's something definitely to, to be able to be grateful for. To have a job that you're able to, you know, at least attempt to pay your bills. <laughs> um, you know, that all those things are things to, to, to be grateful for. Yeah, think so. that was that was a wonderful voice clip. Uh, Definitely, we, lo we love voice clips, but thank you, TG, for sending that in. I mean, it just it really hits where it counts, you know. I wish that all, all, all clips. I mean, everybody sent in audio clips. That is that is Rue's greatest wish. <laughs> but I do want to add that I am grateful for any content that ends up getting sent in. That's true. That's true. So I think we have another email. And did you want me to read this one? Uh, yeah. Will you go ahead? Yes. So this is the other half. So this is from Jake Fox. I always type it with three X's, even though it's two, because I think it's funny. He says, hey, Oru, Tugs, Guesticles, and for what it's worth, friends. It's a me. Guest Fox. Guesticles? Yeah. Guesticles. Yeah. Don't you ever wonder? <laughs> That's what we call them. Are you just realizing that? What? Since when? <laughs> Where have I been? Voss, put that in an intro. <laughs> Clip this out. <laughs> anyway, we, yeah, I've always called them guesties or guesticles. He says, I'm uh, excited to be able to write in and share gratitude of the year that was 2019. I feel that gratitude is often overlooked in our day-to-day -day lives, and I can truly appreciate that an entire show episode is dedicated to the subject. Damn right we do this. 2019 has been one hell of a journey that I feel will, I will always be able to reflect back on with fond memories. Being that I was a December baby, I entered into 2019 at the ripe age of 28, and he sighs, noticing the gray fur forming betwixt thine ears. At the end of 2018, I faced my biggest fear that had plagued me since early adolescence, coming out of the closet to my parents. 2019 started with that being a fresh wound for my parents. However, the phrase, a weight off your shoulders, couldn't be more correct. No longer feeling I had to live in the shadows and hide my big secret from anyone was truly liberating. While I was and am still moderately close with my parents, my being gay still remains a prevalent struggle on their end. 
That being said, I was able to stay true to myself and not concede an inch of compromise. I learned that I do not have to sacrifice my happiness to anyone. I feel that I have just grown so much in the past year due to self-reflection and realizing a paradigm shift that was necessary for me to be able to enjoy life. But I can honestly say that I was not able to get where I am today if it wasn't for the love and support I've been showered with from my peers and another special person that I would be any that I would be anywhere near where I am today. I think he meant wouldn't. I met a Husky through an online medium back in the summer of 2018. I met said Husky online and we hit it off. Something felt right every time we could chat. And soon we began to open to each other and share some of our deepest and darkest secrets. <laughs> I had never experienced an emotional connection with someone that made me experience feelings that felt so alien. A simple, how are you, from him made me irrationally experience butterflies in my stomach sensation. It was a true, oh, whoa, what's this moment? In time, we became closer and opened up even further about ourselves to one another, with both parties realizing there was something more than friendship at our feet. Then, poof, the alien probes began. No, then, poof, we both confessed our feelings for one another, and those feelings turned out to be beyond mutual. For the first time in my life, I can say that I have found love. Do you know that someone loves and cares for me beyond the realms of friendship was? Well, it's hard for me to describe. I have someone who unconditionally cares for me and loves me, even when I seem to find that I don't love myself. Call it fate, call it divine intervention, call it the stars aligning. Either way, I truly believe that we were meant to be with one another. Our paths crossed in such a peculiar manner that I can't believe it was happenstance. It feels as if our paths containing both elements of darkness and light were meant to link together. Cheesy, I know. To wrap this up, I have to say 2019 was my best year, and I have tasks to thank for all of it. And I want him to know that I am in it for the forever haul. I love you, Taz. Any whore. Yes. Aww. It was Taz that revealed the For What It's Worth community to me, and I am going to the mental hospital. No, And I want to also say that I'm grateful to every one of you as well. Bless up, bitches. And here's to an even better 2020. Raises champagne. Okay, I like everyone's tired of my voice, so I'm deferring my, my first reply to you, Rue. Oh, you're not going to like mine. Here you go. Mm. Jake Fox and Taz sitting in a tree. K-I-S-S-I-N-G. First comes love, then... Okay. Anyways, it was a great... <laughs> no! No! Now, I'm glad that you guys were able to find each other. Um, it's amazing that... Um, especially when you fall in love with, with somebody um, and be able to, like, you know, share those those that dark thoughts that you have not not necessarily dark thoughts of i don't know like you're able to share whatever you want to with the individual and you know that no matter what you share with them they're still going to love you you know i think that that's super important you you can bury your insecurities to the person and they can accept those insecurities and you know still love you for who you are that's just that's powerful oh yeah and it helps you to build confidence in yourself and um let me tell you if i if i didn't have kara i would be an absolute mess i mean tugs knew me when i was at my worst and um yeah i mean i'm grateful mr tugs for you for being there at that particular time because if i didn't have friends that like you during that time i don't think well for one i don't think the show would have continued um at that particular time and, and i don't think that um 
I would have been the same person. Right. Uh, so, anywho. Um, yeah, there, there you go. There's my first response. I think that um, you don't know that they want us to do a live show at their wedding, by the way. Oh. No, I'm kidding. I don't even know if they're getting married. <laughs> Can you imagine? Yeah, we're going to have the reception in a live episode of For What It's Worth. It's going to be really long. Din- oh, my dinner gosh. And a show. Like, uh, any whore, what brings you here together today to get married under the, the For What It's Worth sign? I still have his cookie recipe, you know. I moved the show archive with me. You may now bite the cookie together. <laughs> <laughs> they serve cookies to everybody. Like Space's wedding. <laughs> oh, yeah, fun. they did, yeah, didn't I they? Like that. It was lots well, of Well, I hope, I, I hope that those two, um, well, not Space, but I also wish this for everybody who's together, including Space, um, that you know you have your, a good relationship year. Um, I'm sure a couple of relationships out there are going to end in some heartbreak. But when that moment comes, just realize that it's not so much that you're a bad person. It's just that some, you're not compatible with some people. And that's okay. And that just means you can find someone who you're more compatible with once you get over the heartbreak. But to those who don't have that unfortunate circumstance, you know, take a little extra time this year to show some love because we need it. Everyone knows that we need more happy in the world right now. Voss, have you been through a heartbreak before? Never. I'm a steely trap. You're a steely trap. No comment. It was just an iron ball work. I have never felt pain or sadness. <laughs> All right, I'm going to shut the audio door here. Slam! <laughs> just... <laughs> I'm just joking. All uh, right. You know, people think that there's an actual door here, but it's just a metaphor. It, uh, don't don't let them fool you. There is a door. <laughs> what was that? I said, don't ruin the studio secrets. Ah, oh, darn it. I know. I know. Uh, well, you know what? That's all the emails. I That's know. all that was sent to us. So I, I think we should do a quick little round robin unless there's something else that you wanted to do. What are you grateful for, Mr. Tugs? You really want me to go first? It'll be long. It's okay. So <clears throat> hold on. I got to get my soapbox out. Um, so, you know, I always say, I think in the gratitude episode that I'm grateful for my health and I still certainly am grateful for my health especially as I am not the spring chicken I once was, although I am not old. Um, I'm not 20-something anymore, and boy, do I miss that 20-year-old boner, man. Oh, man. Do you remember those boners when you were 20? Oh, man, those 20 boners. Those diamond cutters. <laughs> Woo! Um, but beside that... Uh, <laughs> now you just have the floppies? No, I mean, I, 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 I'm, I'm how you say, pushing a rope. No, um, I... <laughs> what? What? That's an archer. Quote. I've never, I've never heard that saying. <laughs> yeah, it's like a what? It's like water hose. Um, <laughs> no, I am grateful for my health, and no, I still get nice, nice boners. Don't worry about that. But they're not as good as they were when I was twenty. Um, now, you know, I've, I have been on this interesting journey. So I've been in Washington now for two and a half, almost three years, depending on how you count. And uh, I know, Rue, you've seen a lot of change on my part. I've seen a lot of change on my part, but it's, it's one of those long-term changes that you can only appreciate with time. We're so fixated on instant gratification, especially with the internet and Amazon prime in five minutes kind of crap, but like longer form things really are, I are not valued and sought after. Like I think they should be. And I'm grateful that 
after being here as long as I have been, that I've realized that I have a community and I love my community. And when I say community, I specifically mean the furry community that I hang out with all the time, because while it always felt like in Utah that I certainly did have people who were completely fine with me, that was more of, we're cool with it. We don't mind it. But very, very rarely did I have friends that would be like, go do the thing you like doing. And part of that um, was was on me, absolutely. And a lot of it, I, I firmly believe in hindsight, is simply the culture in Utah was not good for me. I'm not speaking for anyone else. Um, and in being here... I'm so glad you've gotten to that particular point. <laughs> Sorry, keep No, going. it's fine. But for me, I have never been happier until I've been here where I have friends that are like, dude, go to the club with us, you know, you know, do your baby for thing, whatever. And, um, it's great because it's like, damn, I can just live my genuine life and everything else falls into place. When you are loved for who you are and encouraged to show off who you are and stuff, not only are you happier, but you encourage it in other people. So the thing that I'm most grateful for is this sense of community that I have now and all the friends that I'm lucky enough to be around that are like, we're going to do the thing we want to do. Fuck everything else. And it doesn't matter. I don't have to give a shit about what's going on in, in public or what the general social discord is because there's no such thing as social suicide up here. Like there is at least for me in Utah. So I, I just want to thank every person out here and everyone else who's been patient with me as I've grown and, have just been there to support me. And that's what I'm most grateful for, not only for 2019, but for the decade, because it was an evolutionary path for show. So there we go. Soapboxes put away. Tugs. What? Tugs. Guess what? You're pregnant. You, you, you deserve something. Oh, really? I don't think, I don't think that you've ever gotten this the whole entire time that we've been together. Oh, are you going to give me a, a porking in the butt? No. Oh my gosh. No, you you deserve the clap. Oh, <laughs> oh that was God, kind of an of, awkward clap. It's called all over me. <laughs> oh, I'm glad that you have made those changes. I think that has been very helpful for you to move out of Seattle. Out of Seattle, it's been very good. I mean, not out of Seattle, out of Salt Lake. Yeah. Um, to for you to be able to grow as a person, I think it's great. Um, and it's great to see the changes that you have been able to make. And also, I am thankful that you can can also say that you know that 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 you know it's something that has worked for you moving out to Seattle, right? Mm -hmm. But you know, moving out to Seattle may not be the answer for everybody. Well, everyone's in a different place in life, and so I mean, I just kind of took a leap of faith. Um, and while I generally think more open places, um, where you can be yourself are good and for people's mental health and where to live. Um, it's also, people are looking for different things in life and different, they're in different places. So you can't assume your view would apply to everybody. It's a, but it's the only view you have. So it's a natural comparison, right? Mm hmm I agree. Uh, so Voss, what have you been grateful for? Oh, uh, it's probably going to sound a little cliche and everything, but Honestly, I'm most grateful for my hubby. 
Your hubby, can you call him a hubby? You haven't actually signed those papers yet. No, but we've been engaged for like three years. So I'm just It's only been three years? It's been longer. I don't remember. I swear it's been like five years. Anyway, sorry. I'm I'm interrupting you. I'm not keeping track. It's just it is what it is, and I'm just calling it now. (laughs) But it's, it's honestly him simply... We've been together so long, and he's always held me up and supported me, and he's been taking on the financial responsibility for the mortgage and the house and car and groceries and everything so I could go to school. That's and I don't think I could man. ever repay him for that. That's great. That's great. And you've been able to really just focus. I mean, yeah, you've been working, too, at the same time. Yeah, I'm working full-time and going to school full-time. But um, it's great that, you know, you've been able to, to focus on your schooling. It's great. Uh, and soon you're going to be the For What It's Worth pilot that's going to be. Yeah, guys, we need more Patreon people <laughs> so we can get a private jet. We already have the pilot. Now we just need the jet. Yes, and I will fly tugs down in private class mm. for every episode. We'll go to all of the conventions, all of I'd... them, even the ones that are happening at the same time. Yeah, we'll just, we'll just pick up the jet and go to the next one. Repeat the same live show. <laughs> one day, one day. Just Did you kidding. have anything else you were grateful for, Voss? Have anything more? Yeah. Did you have anything else you wanted to share that you were grateful for? I just think most him and just the opportunities I've been able to have that I don't think most have. Just being able to beat joint join tugs, and we can be the homeowner group. Yeah. Yay, finally being a homeowner. That's, I am super grateful for that. (laughs) You mean you don't want to have renters, you know, pay renters and have renters insurance. Now you have a homeowner. You know what I'm not grateful for that I I miss is like, every time I'm like, oh, I could be lazy about this thing. Well, no one else is going to come fix it. Like you even know that in an apartment, but like still rude, like if your fridge broke, Someone would take care of it for you. Where for me, I'm like, don't you fucking break my fridge. I will cut your dick off. Like, <laughs> like there's nobody to call but my credit card, and I don't want to. <laughs> nobody to call but my credit card. <laughs> That's, did did you get a, a warrant, home warranty when you bought? Oh, yeah, it's a new house. So, I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, it doesn't matter. I No one... Even if even if it's covered like it is in an apartment, I don't get to call somebody and go, my fridge broke, bring me fridge. I have to like deal with all the hassle of obtaining a fridge and doing the warranty. And like no one else is going to help. Like it's all 100% my problem to get it started. Oh, oh, yeah. Uh, I also feel that way because now we have we have a corner house. So now we've got sidewalks and everything and it's been snowing a lot lately. And I'm just like, oh, no landscaping. Yeah. I've got to go out and shovel myself. Yeah. You no one's going to take care of it but you. It is the ultimate adulting. You can pay. You can now pay a little kid $15 to shovel your walks. Hey, I didn't know Rue was so cheap. <laughs> no. What? Is that cheap? 15 bucks to shovel for you? Yeah. For a, for a little yeah. kid? $15 a yeah, time? Yeah, Rue, that's not, that's not that expensive. Okay, I guess Rue wants to really shovel Especially your walk. Especially if it's only like... If if it's only like thirty minutes, there you go. All right, go. Boss, you heard Rue's offering fifteen bucks. He'll do your 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 uh, shoveling. No, I'm not going to pay okay, him this to do good. my shoveling. Whatever. You're the kid. <sighs> oh, I'm the kid. Okay. <laughs> Jeez. All right, Rue. What are you grateful for? 
Well, I am grateful for my significant other. I know that we're just like, you know, repeating. I, I feel like I'm repeating you guys. But, um, I mean, we are in a particular circumstance where, um, well, this last decade, I lost my job. And it was a very hard time for me. And he picked up the, um, the slack, the financial slack and, you know, paid for a majority of, of things while I was trying to get back on my feet. And so I'm grateful for him for doing that. And, and still to this day, I mean, we're at a particular point in our finance finances that, you know, he sometimes pays a bigger chunk of some of the things he, he does make a little bit more than me, but I don't make enough that, or I wasn't making a, you know, I, I still make about the same amount, but, um, you know, I, I'm not making as much as he is. And so he's, um, paying a little bit more of the bills than me, you know, so that we can survive together. But that's okay. Because part of the thing, so. and, and you're hitting on something that I don't want to be labored too long because it's the gratitude episode, but when you're in a relationship, what's fair may not be equal. And it's important to realize that it's not the same thing. If you talk and you feel good about it, that's all that matters. Well, and, and I guess that that word equal, um, I guess how we've kind of seen it is we take instead of like, okay, this is the exact amount. This is how it needs to be split. Instead. We're like, Hey, let's look at the percentage. Yeah. Like I, I'm, you know, I'm kind of paying the same percentage as he is towards the, the, the bills. It just, you know, he's making more and he still gets right. So more you found a way to, to feel good in, about it. Yeah. Yeah. So we still feel, I mean, at least I do. I feel like that we're, we're equal. Even fair. Bit. Fair. But if equal. I get a raise and stuff like that, then. Yeah. There you go. Cool. So. Cool. Um, before fair. we go, because it sounds like we're heading into housekeeping, but before we go, I just wanted to also make a general note of thank you to everyone who's been listening. Um, it's been a little bit uh, chaotic on our end production side because we used to be much more religious about every other Sunday and just with with the holidays, with me moving, and with the last, I'd say probably third of the last year. What, Tugs? You mean you've let life get in the way of the show? How dare you? I didn't let Just life get kidding. in the way of the show, but the show has had to adapt to life. <laughs> um, but we, I've, and I've told you privately that we, we've committed to ourselves to get two fresh pieces of content to you every month. And while they may not be evenly spaced, I feel like we're still doing that. So I just want to thank everyone who's been patient with us and um, especially our Patreon supporters. We, we, we never forget you guys and we are always looking for ways to include you. Um, and you help us keep the show going. And to those who are not supporting, we also appreciate you hanging out in the chat room, dropping us emails and messages. Um, and we really appreciate you. And to the lurkers out there, I know that there's probably a lot more lurkers than even I recognize. We appreciate you too. We would like to appreciate you better. So go ahead and send us an email saying, hey, I'm a lurker. Even if we get one email from one person today saying I'm a lurker, it counts for a ton. Maybe you can be that person. But we appreciate everybody who's been supporting us. Um, and we've got good changes coming this year, so get excited. Season 9 is a thing, and it is coming, but we'll talk about it more later. Yay! Season 9! It's been confirmed! Woo! 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 Okay. <laughs> Anywho, so what 
is going to be, uh, like we need to do house creeping. So what the is the, um, do you, do you want to put on the button? The, the button. Have you commented on the site yet? It's time to be reminded in housekeeping. Hi, everybody. This is Rue here to remind you about housekeeping. So here's a couple things that I want you to remember. Please subscribe. Please listen to the channel. Please ring that bell. I am funny. Subscribe. But to be uh, be serious, we appreciate if you send us lovely emails um, about uh, the particular topic that um, we're talking about. We'll we'll get to that in a minute. But also, we appreciate it when you comment on the site and and also send us an email to cast it for what it's worth and let us know how you've been enjoying the show or just you know shooting some sort of random email to us to say hey. Here's this lovely picture of my persona or, you know, different things like that. We, we, we enjoy do. Those and we emails. really want to hear from you. So stop slacking and send us emails. Right. Woo. Yeah. Um, so we have yep, telegram. We, we do. Um, if which... you want to join it, you have to be 18 or we have a broadcast channel. Um, but either way, shoot us a DM on Twitter at for what it's worth. Send Rue a message at wine, red Fox. Or email us with your Telegram username, and we will get you in. Yes. Send us a message, and we'll get you in pretty pronto. Just make sure that when you message message us, just let us know, hey, I'm over 18. That's ma- basically what our main question's going to be that we're going to be asking you. And make sure that you are over 18 when or you message us. Permission. Thank you very much. Well, really, you should just be 18. You should your parents' just be permission? No. Are, are we going to do no, that? I was just are doing we going like to have? Whole, okay. um, you know how like they go. Don't don't go to the web without your parents' permission. <laughs> yeah, do you do know you where know your kids are? At? Yeah, Red. Do it's you know what o'clock. they're looking at? They know what you're looking at. <laughs> um. Yeah. So Facebook, Twitter. Facebook, Twitter, yeah, I just said the same exact thing. <laughs> You're doing so great. You're doing so, so great. So comment on those um, things. Thank you. Yay. Yes. Um, in the meantime, tell a friend. We don't want to spend our Patreon monies on advertising, but we probably will if you don't tell a friend. So, like, really, you just tell them about the episode. If you, there's just one episode that stands out and you're like, oh, man, I had feels. Just tell them about that episode. You don't have to go, listen to this great series. It's a commitment you should be making with me. No, no. Just go like, look, I had this five minutes of emotion. Bam. And then the magic will happen. All of our patron money currently goes to equipment. We, we And, and it doesn't go into our pockets. Tugs isn't skimming some off of the top and, and buying himself lattes with it. No, it is all going into the show 100%. Um, so, and yes, and Rue's not buying cookies with it either. Yeah. And it's, it's paying that Adobe bill because that Adobe bill. Uh, Yeah. That Adobe bill. So, all right. So the next show, Rue, I know we didn't talk about it, but I, here's what I think. If you were following the show chat, there was this big, huge discussion about age and the fandom. I really think we should make that a show topic. What do you say? Well, we can definitely do that. We have done that particular topic before. Um, where we um, have some older first, but definitely I think it's a great 
revisit topic. Sure, because I think this time they were talking about it like younger furries versus older furries and like the differences in perspective and aging out of the fandom. Um, and I know, yeah, it's probably been like, what, a season and a half since we've talked about it. Um, but people were that was the most active I've seen our chat in a long time. So I was like, hey, people are interested in this. Okay, Well, let's do it. So what okay. exactly do you want to hear from our audience, Tugs? Um, well, I'd be curious to see what people who feel about aging out of the fandom or if they I know someone told a story about where they were told you're too old. Um, and maybe let's talk a little bit about gatekeeping. Like, are the older furries gatekeeping? Are the younger furries gatekeeping? Are we are we having the struggle or is it just perception? And, you know, I bet you Nuka would love to talk about this. Oh, my. So I will. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll get some science ready and we'll get your comments. But yeah, if every single person who commented in that discussion sends us an email or a voice clip, cast it for what it's worth.com. We accept any format. Just make sure it's not like 10 million gigabytes. Um, we will have a great episode and you've got extra time because we're working around FC. So you have to get your stuff to us by January 26th, 2020. Well, there you go. You have the date. Send it in to us immediately. Um, and don't wait. Yes, please do not wait. So that's pretty much it for this episode, Tugs. Oh, I'm so grateful that we did an episode before I left. Yay! So this has been Rue. This is Tugs. This is Voss. And this has been I like No! Ah! <laughs> for what it's worth! <laughs> Say it. I'm not turning the recorder what? off. We've already turned ours it's, off. It's not off. Nope. Still going on my end. You can say well, for what it's you, worth. You, you know didn't say for what it's worth. Yeah. For what it's for worth. For what it's for worth. worth. <laughs> there. Happy. I like no. <laughs>